love you. Journal folk, ladies and men, thank you so very much for coming back here again. I have made a grave error before starting this. I had a peanut butter and jelly about yeah about thirty minutes ago. I had peanut butter and jelly and uh, starting to like close up the throat a bit as I oh, talk. It? I can it, yeah, I can feel the peanut butter just still still mm. in there. Not enough water. Yeah, not enough water. I, I put like way too much peanut butter on mine. Like it's like two mm. parts peanut butter to one part jelly. So it's yeah, a very sticky process. That's how mine is, yeah. but I do it in a tortilla, and I use uh, about twice as much peanut butter and jelly that can fit in bread. <laughs> no, I can't do that. I just can't do that. <laughs> it's sickening. The PB and, uh, yeah, the PB&Js I have are filling enough. Like they're, they're not a meal in of themselves, but they are a perfect like long-release right. snack. Right. But okay, but I don't have the bread to to be in there too so the bread doesn't That's treat fair. me very well i think it's yeah, yeast, yeah honest but anyhow the tortilla it does i think it does pretty fine and uh yeah maybe that much peanut butter isn't <laughs> no <laughs> nor jelly for that matter there's so much sugar in jelly uh, that's true i don't i don't use honestly it is mostly peanut butter yeah, yeah, I couldn't. And then I a couldn't. tall I feel glass like also, of water, very tall. That's fair. Yeah, as long as it's not milk. I can't stand the people who drink like milk while they're having peanut butter. I'm just I like, no, that's just too much. To, I used to, but man, nowadays I have a glass of milk, and that's the end of the world. I know. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's just, it's just too much. It's like it's just outdoing it. Glass of water. That's good. That's a good fit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was my mistake. So I'm sorry if you hear me like start coughing uh, like close like later on when I'm trying to like still clear it all out of my throat. It's blobs but uh, of that's because butter. yeah, that's because we're professionals here. I am the Green <laughs> Traveler from Gorsh, and I am the Faceless Leon. Thank you for joining us on Green and Faceless on the Couch, a podcast about movies and TV. Woohoo! Oh boy! Yeah, this is. The- this is the end of our part one of our uh, Nick Cage playlist. We're going to yeah. take a pause, hit the pause button on Nicky Cage. And we'll come just back Just like eventually. we've been hitting the pause. Yeah. Yeah. Just like just like Disney. You know, we, we yeah. got to have some long running. And James Bond. Someday we'll go Apparently. back to James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll try. I mean, but you can make us get back to it if you uh, if you head down to patreon.com slash screen and faceless. Sometimes we ask your opinion on what playlist we should do. And uh, that's right. the area to let us know. Is to, to become a patron and help we, us out. Yep, we put up polls uh, for once a month episodes, and occasionally we'll, like Greeny said, ask uh, the public opinion for uh, what playlist we should do. And you guys picked right. Nick Cage last time. Um, and, yeah, thank and, you for that. And yeah, and, and it seems to have been uh, going pretty well. You guys seem to like it. So thanks. Yeah, we haven't. We haven't hit on all the staples either. There's still so many Nick Cage films out there that people know and love. 100%. There's so many wild stuff left to do. So we, we still have, you know, plenty, plenty to return to. Uh, but we wanted to end it off this time, the round one of Nick Cage, with a movie that neither of us had seen. Uh, yeah. One that I was Pretty excited new. about because yeah, I'd heard a lot of critics talk of, like good things about it, but I th- I still thought it was a joke going in because I, I avoided most <laughs> opinions. 
Like yeah, I didn't, I didn't I hear. Was, I, I just. I was looking for a little bit between like the lighthouse and um, uh, Friday Night at Willie's or whatever the fuck it was that he was in. Uh, Friday Night at Willie's. It's it might just be called. It's Willie's Wonderland. Maybe maybe that's what it's called. It's just huh. him and these animatronics that he fights. Oh, that's got to be in part two that's because be I, I don't think two. I've ever seen that. Yeah. Okay, I've never seen that. That sounds Apparently, so much fun. Apparently, he doesn't say anything. Oh, that's great. That's yeah. fabulous. Yeah, it's <laughs> just pure pure and action. We'll see. I didn't I didn't hear good things about it, but yes, we will watch it next time, <laughs> part two. But Pig, Pig had so many good things about it. There were so yes. many critics out there who were talking amazing things, specifically about the acting. And, you know, when I hear people talk about Nick Cage acting, I'm expecting, you know, one thing, like one emotion. And that's not really prevalent in this one. This is actually just like, this is very, very off center for Nick Cage and so freaking kind of beautiful. I hope we find some gems in there that he, he's bringing this shit out because this was good. Just straight out, I'm telling you, this is a great performance by Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, sir. I agree wholeheartedly. And and also uh uh just to give him a shout out, Alex Wolf is in it as well. Uh we'll we'll go into the, the story here in a bit, but Alex Wolf is in Hereditary, which is one of my favorite horror films. Is he that plays the, him? the son. Yeah, he Holy plays the son shit. in Hereditary, yeah. So well, good he in this just, too. Like Okay, so you know, in Hereditary his hair was kind of big. And I feel like that's right, maybe right. a more natural look for him. But uh, Amir has his hair slicked back. The character, right? So I did he's, not he's recognize more of like a businessman. <clears throat> yeah, it's 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 very interesting. And yeah, I agree with you though. I do hope that uh, as we come back to Nick Cage again and again with this playlist, uh, I hope that we do find more gems like this because I was expecting something along the lines of Mandy. Like Mandy was fun. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah, it Mandy. Was great. But it was wild. It was, yeah. it was a very crazy and kind of trippy experience with a very, you know, kind of uh, expected Nick Cage performance. It's still an amazing Nick Cage performance, but more of what you expect. Right. But uh, Pig, to, to summarize Pig, it's about a, a truffle hunter, a recluse. He used yes. to be a, a famous chef in Oregon, Portland, I believe. Rob, um, yes, uh, it does take some yeah, time for Rob, that to be you. revealed in the film, but it's also in yeah. the trailer. So, I was, I, yeah, I didn't even watch the trailer. I just went straight on in. <laughs> right, yeah, I, I but, think I at one point recommended this uh, before the Nick Cage playlist even started. Uh, gotcha. Because I had watched the trailer, and I was like, "Oh, this looks sweet. wild. This looks strange." I think you recommended it with Lamb, A24's That's Lamb. That's right. Oh, yeah. I still want to look at that. I still want to watch that I do so too. That would, uh, that, I, I still think that would be a fun playlist. Just yes. or not playlist, but episode, but Lamb versus Pig. Oh, that <laughs> would be win. great. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Nick Cage, Rob, he, he plays Rob. He is a recluse living out in just the, the forest by himself. You get hints that uh, his wife died, and that's why he's kind of out here, but in like living alone, like a hermit, with his with his prized truffle pig, who is I don't know if it's actually a prize winning truffle pig, but it's damn good. It's it's it a damn good. He said nothing would do the job. Uh, excuse me, like her. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and that's kind of how the pig sounds too. I mean, yeah, I'm embodying <laughs> the pig. The pig's name is Pig, by the way, which I think is yeah. kind of ironic for the amount of love that he has for this pig. Uh, he, yeah. he really loves the pig. I mean, it is his only company. Uh, he does. Truly. He loves the pig so much. He gets he gets occasional visits from uh from people like uh what was Alex Wolf's character Amir Amir uh, yeah. yeah Amir comes out to buy some truffles to sell them to uh restaurants to chefs you know it's kind of yeah. like uh I don't know it's a business deal you know this guy finds truffles Amir comes and buys the truffles middlemans it right and, it seems uh, a little uh backdoor shady <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a little, a little bit, yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, but he he loves that pig so much so that uh, when a couple of people come along and break into his home and knock him out and steal his pig, he goes to, he he goes to everything to find it. He he'll do yeah. whatever he needs to. And yeah. when I heard that synopsis, when because that was all I really knew yeah. about this movie mm-hmm. going in, that's why I was expecting Mandy. I was expecting it to be I, like John Wick, yeah. but with a pig. Yeah, that's what I was expecting. And, you know, plot-wise, it kind of was. but Kind of, yeah, it has similar beats. But Rob is a much more kinder personality than uh, these other guys. Maybe not always, because there is this... um, It is a bit of a spoiler, but there is this uh, underground like fight club thing fight club yeah, yeah, yeah with with uh restaurant workers it's run by edgar played by darius pierce <clears throat> and they end up going there because he thinks that edgar has information about the right pig. and uh anyhow he just this see, i'll leave what's the rest for for it but since oh, well, he i see i, 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 I kind of wanted to talk it though Okay, go ahead. Yeah, because because he, he that's the part where the, it all switched for me. That's where I realized it wasn't going to be John Wick, right? Because when he goes to that Fight Club, that's when I was just like, "Oh, here we go. We're going to start go. seeing the action. It's, yeah, we're going to yeah. see Nick Cage beat the shit out of some people." That is how I felt too. But no, he he pays some money, or he doesn't pay money. Um, he goes there, puts his name up, and somebody pays money to beat the shit out of him. And that's when I was just like, "Oh." This is going to be a much more emotional story, more emotional journey than I thought it was yeah. going to be. That's when yeah. I got like and really he hooked. Does get the shit beat out of him. And he just yeah. stands there and takes it for the most part. And then when he goes down, and I think that's when the guy was supposed to call it off, or there was some kind of timer. Either way, there was he a went timer, past yeah. the timer. He went yeah. past the timer because Edgar holds a grudge on him uh, for, for leaving. I guess. Right. Uh, I think we kind should leave seems to. why he left for the audience members. Um, it, sure, it, sure. It's not like it's a, a huge mystery. It's just there's so many things I want to talk about that I, I want to leave something. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. And and uh, that that's pretty much the, what the movie becomes, though, is this following the, the breadcrumb trail to find his pig right. to figure out what's going on. And it just, it, it was such a more emotional journey that dealt with loss and, and yeah. love specifically that I was just, I was not expecting no, I something wasn't like expecting this. It. 
I did and almost try a, a couple times. Like I didn't yeah. think it quite got me all the way to, to full tears. Uh, which, you know, I have cried at some pretty sappy stuff. And I wouldn't call oh, it yeah, sappy, yeah. but it is emotional. I mean, as a kid, I cried to Armageddon. I would not cry now, <laughs> but I did as a kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful, It's just sad baby. when Bruce Willis dies at the end. <laughs> it was, I mean, what could you say? You just moved into New Manchester from Area 52. 51, right. excuse me. I, I just watched something that had a bar called Area 52. Um, <clears throat> well, that was what it was really. It was really called Area 52, but the public named it Area 51. Oh, okay. I, I always get that backwards. Don't you remember the signs? Signs are everywhere around there. We had to call okay. it Area 51 because that was the new name. I see. Dumb. I see. Idiot public, man. Idiots. So, anyhow, you just moved there, and Armageddon was on their DVD shelf, and you popped it in, and it's like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I was like, Mom, show me the two saddest movies you know, and she was just like, all right, Titanic and Armageddon, and I was just like, oh, God! Oh, God! <laughs> the emotions! Now make me happy! <laughs> Show me the Goonies again. <laughs> no, that that was. I mean, I agree with you with Pig. I did not. I did not get to tears, but there were definitely many times where I welled up because it, it really does a good job at hitting those motions. Because Nick Cage is so not even just Nick Cage. Like a lot of this movie is just quiet. It just yeah. you know it lets everything kind of seep into you. Definitely. And I loved that. I loved that this film wasn't spending so much time on exposition. Like you pick up a lot of of the details of of uh, Rob's backstory, not through exposition, but just through the events. Through I mean, like it is through dialogue, through exposition, but it's like it's not explicit. It's not like tossing it at your face. It, it kind of earns every single plot beat. Yeah, and like I just yeah. I found that so fascinating. I have not uh, heard of Michael. Cernoski up to this point. Um, I believe it might have been his debut. That, yeah, it was yeah. his feature directorial debut. Well, damn. I, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Um, he does seem like he has some things, but they may be like short films and whatnot. Right. It does have uh, Adam Arkin, who is the son of famous Alan Arkin. He plays the uh, uh, Amir's father, I believe. Uh, Darius, is that correct? Is that Amir's father? Why, there it is. Yes, yes, you're right. <clears throat> yeah, and Alan I Arkin. Found it. Uh, I, I know, I know the name Alan Arkin, but where do I know he that name? He did look what very is... familiar, familiar, well, just like a chameleon. He looked very familiar, <laughs> and I have no idea from what. Uh, uh, it yeah, looks like he's in a lot of TV, so I'm sure that I've seen him, just seen him in something. So I apologize that I can't give you a shout out for what I've seen you in, but he was uh, on TV. Congratulations. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. Alan Arkin's in some, uh, his dad, Alan Arkin, was in some, uh, he, he was in Edward Scissorhands as one of the people. Oh, Okay. I know, man, I know I know him from something else. It's not from that. Oh, well. 
It's it's a rabbit hole. I don't. We don't need to get lost down. But Adam Arkin, <laughs> his son, plays uh, Darius Amir's father, and, and he's, I'm he also is another. That he hasn't been in more movies because it, yeah. his part was pretty good. I, and, and again, another just quiet emotional role too. Like he's yeah. very just like it, it, I don't know. All the actors use the emotions really well to them uh, to to present their characters but specifically nick cage like this is yeah honestly one of the best roles i've ever seen from nick cage like most of the movie his face is covered in blood because of that fight club scene and i think that might do it that might help with it just Mm -hmm. well i mean it's not just that obviously nick is is a talented person um but it does help me sympathize with him because I know that he's in physical pain as well. Yeah. yeah. And and that doesn't matter so much to him. He, he wants to get to the bottom of where his pig is. And, right. Uh, he does some cooking. And we said he's a chef. Does some cooking. Yeah. I, I won't say for <laughs> who. Uh, yeah. But I love that scene, though. It's That's a such good, a good scene. scene. Yeah. Like he sends Amir off to get ingredients from all these different people that used to be his friends. Um, and honestly, that's another scene that like it, it could also. I, I'm not. We won't spoil it, but it could. It could also be a bit of a red herring at times. Right. Like when that w- there's a moment that there's there's a specific thing that happens where you're just like, uh, I'll, I'll say, did he poison him? Is that like? Right. Is that what you know? Is that's what's going on here? Like it's it's. It's not explicit. Like you, you. I mean, you do learn again, of course, what right, goes on right, as the right. as it develops. But like, they didn't explain or like hint at what was going to happen beforehand. You kind of just get these like, is this going to become a crazy Nick Cage yeah. film? You know? Yeah. Uh, it it really because uh, there's just because there is this point that it seems like that Rob snaps, but yeah. but he he. That's not what happens. He that yeah. and and I feel that once the cooking actually starts, um, that is diffused for me because the way he's he's cooking, you can tell that he would never do that to his food. Yeah, like it's too important right. to him. Uh, and he also Rob like is one of my favorite too. characters I think I've ever seen. Honestly, he's pretty cool. Right. He, he's he's very just like I don't know he's very kind of stoic at times like yeah. specifically like when he goes out in the public like as you said he's got mud cake in his face he's wearing his dirty clothing that he like wears all the time out at his at his forest home yeah and people are definitely looking at him weird especially when he goes into like this classy restaurant right and like but at the same time once they realize once people realize who he is and right remember the name of this this famous chef. Yeah, you know he gets respect despite what he looks like. He gets the respect, yeah. and it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty cool. There's this one scene with this one chef, and I wish I remember his name. Uh, I got it here. It's Chef Derek Fenway, played by David Nell. Thank you. I believe. Yeah, I believe that, that's the right chef. I uh, I yes, it's Fenway yes. because the restaurant was named Fenway. That's um, right. So. That scene where he is basically giving him a dressing down in the most like 
unique and uh the writing is just so good too this yeah, is just a yeah. gem of a movie you guys need to go watch this movie yeah for real because it's like I'm, I'm struggling to talk about it because i don't really want to spoil too much no, because it's no. just it's it's weird to take in it's it's not you know it's not like a conventional movie but at the oh, same no. time it pretty much is a conventional story like yeah. there's not there's not much to the story, but like the 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 movie itself is just so quiet and just so absorbing that yeah. you know you just you, uh, like a shout out to the cinematographer Patrick Scola. Uh, a lot of a lot of handheld camera, and it didn't bother me the slightest bit because it kind of matched the uh, I don't know the emotion because it's like when when if the camera was shaking, it kind of felt like an intense like emotional moment. And that yeah. was the only time I ever noticed it was when like somebody on screen was like crying and like, I don't know. It just, it, it brings you in with it. Yeah, it sure does. Sure does. Oh man. I was, I'm almost welling up just thinking about that. The, 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 the penultimate scene, I'll, I'll call it. Right. Right. Pretty good. So yeah, very, very surprisingly good. Like, yeah, I, are we at a closing statement? Moment? I think we might be at a closing statement moment. I I feel like yeah. I have more to say, but you know I can put that in the closing statement. Uh, I I think I love this movie. Like the just coming here talking about it, man, it it really impressed me. And I and I don't I don't think it was just because I wasn't expecting anything from it, right? I really enjoyed this I think that definitely helped. The the only thing that I really felt was a negative of this movie was female representation. And Mm. I I have a caveat to that. um, Because the characters that are female in this, they're not like, they're not super flat. And they're not, they're definitely not used for the male gaze. Um, they, what do I want to say? They, they, you know, they contribute to the plot and they, 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 they're, but they're just a vehicle for exposition really. Mm -hmm. Um, there's, there's no main female characters. And I don't think that that necessarily all around has to happen, uh, in every single movie. Uh, but there needs to be more representation because they also at some point the either the director or the cinematographer decided that these people won't be in focus like you never get to see any of these women from his past his old friends like in the full light and see their face not that i can remember and i thought that was a very odd choice um because it just seemed to ex- exclude those characters. Uh, mm-hmm. So that, that, that was very strange to me. But I, 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 I am grateful that these women weren't used for anything other than that. You know what I mean? At the same yeah, time? that's fair. Yeah, I, I agree with you. That was like my only main issue was was I couldn't remember a female character. I remember one chef at the end that he like goes to her restaurant to get uh like a, a baguette or something. Um, yeah, like oh, baguette. and she might be in focus for a couple of shots, but most I of think the she's scene the only is one. at a distance. And yeah. 
I think that might be because scenes were filmed during uh, the pandemic. COVID. Yeah, yeah. I think I, that, part I mean, that of could it, be it might that be could... that. And yeah. and I so if that's it, if that's the whole thing that they you know were using some movie tricks to make them seem like they're close together, but that meant that they were going to be blurry. Uh, so they try to make it look artsy. Then I applaud them, but I don't know. You know, it, it, from yeah. from the viewer point of view, it seems like they're just pushed to the side. It's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, I, that's how I kind of felt too. And that was again, that's my only big issue because everything else about this film, I, I loved. I, this is yeah. again, it's my favorite favorite performance that I've seen from Nick Cage that I can recall. Like right. honestly, one of his best. His look in general, I think, is one of the best I've ever seen. He has this very yeah, thick I beard, love very. Yeah, very much like a, a hermit out in the woods, and like it, he looks so good in this in this role, and like I don't know, it's just that, like I, I don't think it was just like like you said, I don't think it was just not expecting it, you know, just like being right. completely like th- thrown off guard by how good it was. I think it was also by itself just a damn good film. It was. But I think so that definitely. Good. Yeah, I think yeah. that definitely helped. I think not knowing. Uh, you know, expecting it to be a joke or like a, a weird action right. parody of John Wick, I think made the the emotional aspect of this film so much more superior because I wasn't expecting to like try to be well to tears. Yeah. So that was that was nice. It was so much fun. I, I definitely. Oh, I guess I I don't know if you gave it a rating, I, but I give it I four stars. I didn't, but I give it a, a face and a half. I love the yeah. film. And I and I kind of hope now that we talked about it and I thought about the COVID aspect that that was the fact, uh, mm-hmm. but I still think there could be more of uh, a well well rounded female character, right? Uh, and, and you know maybe there were more scenes with the one chef. Um, yeah, the the baker. I mean, even is. just making a mere uh, a female rule would have been fine. Like that 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 could have worked oh, really yeah. well. Yeah. Not to again, not to deflect off of Alex Wolf. Alex Wolf did right. a great job, and I love the development of Amir's character because he, you know, he yeah. has a pretty solid oh, yeah. story arc too that I, I really enjoyed. Yeah, but and I, I think like that would have been an easy. I mean, it's a little too flashy for me, but the <laughs> interior felt really nice. That's fair. That's nice. Yeah, it was. It was good. I, I didn't reckon. I did not acknowledge the car at all. <laughs> uh, so ever was, since I had a sports car, which died, by the way, um, <laughs> actually it does still run, but it has a um, a check engine light that I can't afford to get checked because it's a foreign vehicle. And that's life. Yeah. Uh, but anyhow, ever <laughs> since I had a sports car, I've been noticing cars. And uh, it's kind of weird because I didn't, I hadn't, you know, growing up. I yeah. really didn't care. I like old fashioned cars. Like if I see an old fashioned car on the road, I'm just like, ooh, look at that. Yeah. That's nice. That, <laughs> that used to catch my eye uh, before I was into sports cars. Uh, but yeah, people. People yeah. laugh at me because it's just like, "What's your dream sports car?" And I'm like, "Bessie from Doctor Who." And I'm like fuck, what? And I I'm don't like, "No." <laughs> they're just yeah. like, "What the fuck is Bessie?" And I'm just like, "It's a 1954 Ford Popular." <laughs> I want Kit without the attitude, please. <laughs> Can I get Knight Rider, please? <laughs> 
Eckhart talked back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's who I was talking about. Oh, it's called I, Kit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I think always it, call it Night Rider. I think so. Or if I No, you're, you're probably it, right. Okay. I've only like I never like like I never uh watched the watched show it? like a neither have I. I don't know if no, I've I, seen yeah. a single episode. It's I always just, just called it Night Rider. It's just too much cultural uh reference uh that that's the reason why I might know. <laughs> yeah, it's called Kit. I just looked it up. Well, yeah. the more you know, thoroughly explained whole, that joke. And literally, my whole <laughs> life, I just thought it was called Night Rider. I didn't well, know it had a name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and David Hasselhoff had a name too, and I don't know what it is. That was David Hasselhoff. <laughs> it was David Hasselhoff. He was playing. He was playing himself. It's a, it's a biopic. <laughs> an auto biopic. All right. I think that's been the show. I think it has been the show. I think that was a nice, uh, real clean one. And I, yeah, hope yeah, yeah. The, I hope the couch potatoes appreciate it. Yeah, we stuck the landing like crazy. It's pretty good. This is better than some superheroes. <laughs> yeah, now uh, we're just am... sitting here patting ourselves on the back. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> hey! I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. And I am the Faceless Leon. Thank you so much for listening. Safe travels. And good night. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of FictionWorks 19. Are you a fan of the show? Feel free to contact us at greenandfacelessfans at gmail.com or visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. Don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe or rate us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening.